Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's June 15th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Incredibles 2. Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible, is left to care for Jack-Jack, while Helen, Elastigirl, is out saving the world. Stars the voices of Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Vowell, and Samuel L. Jackson from the original film, as well as newcomers Bob Odenkirk, Katherine Keener, Sophia Bush, and Bill Wise. Directed by Brad Bird, this is the sequel to 2004's The Incredibles. It looks really good, and the early buzz has been great. It's got 94% on Tomato Meter. And it's already got 127 reviews, 120 fresh. Yeah. So run. So. Looks good. We need seems to like it's take the kids to see this. Certified fresh. We do. Also out. Tag. A small group of former classmates organize an elaborate annual game of tag that requires some to travel all over the country. Based on a true story that was published in the Wall Street Journal about a group of grown men who spend one month a year playing the game of tag. It stars Ed Helms, Hannibal Burris, John Hamm, Jeremy Renner, Annabelle Wallace, and Isla Fisher. Directed by Jeff Tomsick. This looked so funny to me in the trailer, just like really dumb, light comedy, you know, but but really funny. It's got 62%, which is not great, but it's it's fresh. So I don't know. I kind of want to see it. Seems like it's got a pretty good cast. Yeah, definitely. A lot of these people are funny. And Superfly. With his sights set on retiring, a successful young drug dealer sets up one last big deal. This is a remake of the 1972 black exploitation film Superfly and stars Trevor Jackson, Jason Mitchell, Michael Kenneth Williams, Lex Scott Davis, and Jennifer Morrison. 52%, so it is not fresh, but, you know, it's not that low either. I never saw the original, did you? No, I did not. Well, maybe we'll see this one. Mm, probably not. In limited release, Gotti. The story of crime boss John Gotti and his son. I watched the trailer for this and it looked terrible. It just, it looks like it's glorifying this life and I don't know. You couldn't pay me to watch this movie. And it's got 0% tomato meter. Only six reviews though. That's a very small amount, but still. Six rotten, zero fresh. Yeah, not looking good for that one. Also, the yellow birds. Two young soldiers navigate the terrors of the Iraq War under the command of the older, troubled Sergeant Sterling. This one has 44%. Not great. And finally, Gabriel and the Mountain. Before entering a prestigious American university, Gabriel Buckman decided to travel the world for one year, his backpack full of dreams. After 10 months on the road, he arrived in Kenya, determined to discover the African continent. So I guess this is based on a true story. That's what it looks like. It's got 75% tomato meter. It's pretty good. Ding, ding. Here comes the news train. So the big news, according to Adweek, Comcast has made a $65 billion all-cash offer for 21st Century Fox. So we talked about this before. 
We knew they were planning and preparing to do this. Apparently, AT&T getting approved to buy Time Warner um, made them jump ahead and do it because uh, there were some antitrust concerns uh, before, but yeah. What a bunch of jerks. <laughs> They're probably starting a bidding war with Disney. So I guess we're, we may not get the Fox fanfare in front of Star Wars, as we were all hoping. That's Maybe not. what that deal was supposed this to secure. A, it's significantly more money. The other one was like $52 billion, I believe. Yeah. So. What's $13 billion? <laughs> We'll have to see what happens next. I mean, maybe Disney will offer more. I, yeah, we'll have to keep watching. According to Variety, Ewan McGregor will star as Danny Torrance in Warner Brothers' adaptation of Stephen King's novel, Dr. Sleep, the sequel to the horror classic, The Shining. Mike Flanagan, who directed Gerald's Game for Netflix, is directing. Yeah, we talked about this movie before, so the big news is Ewan McGregor in it. That's great. Yep. I love him. It's shaping up. According to Deadline, Participant Media has acquired feature rights to the podcast S-Town. Tom McCarthy is in negotiations to direct the film, and playwright Samuel Hunter is in talks to write the script. This American Life will also produce. S-Town began as a podcast from Serial and This American Life. Hosted by Brian Reed, the podcast told the story of a man named John who despises his Alabama town and decides to do something about it. He asks Brian to investigate the son of a wealthy family who's allegedly been bragging that he got away with murder. But then someone else ends up dead, and the search for the truth leads to a nasty feud, a hunt for hidden treasure, and an unearthing of the mysteries of one man's life. We both listened to this podcast. Yep. And, and it was... It was really interesting, right? Really interesting. Correct. It's probably worth listening to again. I don't imagine they're going to make a S-Town season two. It would be hard to. Yeah. But I definitely want to see this. And I love the director, Tom McCarthy. He's made some of my favorite movies, The Station Agent and Win Win. Um, I just, I really like his movies. They're really, I don't know, realistic and good. I think he'll be a good fit for this movie. Can't wait till it comes out. Yeah. Deadline reports Hiro More, who recently directed more than a dozen episodes of Donald Glover's FX series Atlanta, is in talks at 20th Century Fox to make his feature directorial debut on Man Alive, a thriller that covers the events following the invasion of Earth by an alien species. When a man faced with isolation and loneliness in order to survive realizes he might not be alone after all. So... I noticed his name. Uh, we just started watching Atlanta last night, and mm-hmm. I noticed he I had directed the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think he's hot now because that show is uh, doing very well. Yep. So, yeah, this sounds interesting. According to The Hollywood Reporter, after a competitive situation with multiple outlets bidding, FX is adapting Victor Lavelle's 2017 novel, The Changeling, for the small screen. The Changeling is described as a fairy tale for grown-ups. Set in a New York no one knew existed, the drama focuses on the death-defying odyssey of Apollo Cagua and Emma Valentine, as they look to find out what happened to the son who was removed from them. On their voyage, they will travel through enchanted isles and haunted woodlands, meet glowing witches, demon giants, and racist cops. Yeah, sounds weird. There's been a lot. I feel like there's been a lot of different stories called The Changeling. 
No, this one's pretty new. It's only 2017, oh. so it must yeah. not be well, maybe other ones that I've seen or have anything to do with them. But yeah, I don't know. Looks kind of weird and cool. According to Collider, George Lucas has revealed some of his thoughts about what his sequel trilogy would have been about in the companion book to James Cameron's Story of Science Fiction series. Said Lucas, the next three Star Wars films were going to get into a microbiotic world, but there's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the Wills, and the Wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the Force. If I'd held onto the company, I could have done it, and then it would have been done. Of course, a lot of the fans would have hated it just like they did Phantom Menace and everything, but at least the whole story from beginning to end would be told. He also said, Back in the day, I used to say ultimately what this means is we were just cars, vehicles for the wills to travel around in, or vessels for them, and the conduit is the midichlorians. The midichlorians are the ones that communicate with the wills. The wills, in a general sense, they are the Force, all the way back to with the Force and the Jedi and everything. The whole concept of how things happen was laid out completely from the beginning to the end, but I never got to finish. I never got to tell people about it. So I think this is pretty interesting. The Wills were in the very first um, novelization of the Star Wars movie. There was a quote and it was attributed to the Journal of the Wills. So it's been speculated what exactly the Wills were or what that was about over the years and George Lucas has occasionally uh, dropped hints about it and this is probably the most he's gone into what the wills were. A lot of people say oh well everybody would have hated this because this is explaining the force even more than was done before with Mm -hmm. the midichlorians but um, I mean I'm always interested in what he would have done had he not sold the company. Yeah I mean I this idea doesn't really do anything for me but when I was reading this it did make me feel sad because he sounds so wistful like he's got these ideas and he he doesn't you know get to make them and I don't know it's it's kind of sad yeah I mean it was ultimately his choice but it was also I remember there was a quote not that long ago or not that long before he sold the company where he was like why would I make any more films? When I make films, people just get mad at me and yell at me. So oh. it's like, if people were a little nicer and weren't so critical, maybe he would have actually made his own yeah. sequel films. And he had this, you know, made this wonderful thing, but then it sort of got taken away from him in a way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd sort of like to see it, but I I don't know. I think the movies they're making now are really good, so I I don't know that I'd want to trade them for whatever this might have been. I'd like to see his scripts or his uh, screenplays or story treatments or whatever he ultimately uh, delivered to Disney someday, just out of curiosity. His original scripts have been available for a long time, like all the drafts of Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. And they show very different phases of development of of the script. And I'd love if that was the case for these sequel movies, at least the story treatments. Even for for the prequels, not that much information is out there about what the original early drafts would have been. Yeah, that would be cool. 
And in other items, uh, the Wonder Woman sequel got a title. It's going to be Wonder Woman 1984, and Chris Pine is going to return. There was a picture released showing him in the 80s. How he gets there? Did he get cryogenically frozen like <laughs> Captain America? I don't know. There's lots and lots of speculation, but that's all it is, is speculation. The Troll sequel is officially titled Trolls World Tour. Aaron Paul has joined the cast of Are You Sleeping? Avengers Infinity War hit 2 billion worldwide. The only other films to do this are Star Wars The Force Awakens, Titanic, and Avatar. Yeah, pretty huge. Gal Gadot has been cast alongside Dwayne Johnson in the action comedy Red Notice. Wesley Snipes has joined the cast of Dolomite Is My Name. We talked about that movie last episode. just last episode. And now let's take a sponsor break. Do you like food, folks, and fun? Yes. Then go to the McDonald's store in your neighborhood. McDonald's, we have food, folks, and fun here. What's new to streaming services? Uh, Worth mentioning on Netflix is Step Up to the Streets, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, The Ranch Part 5, True Magical Friends and True Wonderful Wishes, Voltron Legendary Defender Season 6, Set It Up, that's a new Netflix original film. Two overworked and underpaid assistants come up with a plan to get their bosses off their backs by setting them up with each other. It looks really corny. And another new Netflix film, Sunday's Illness. Annabelle abandoned her daughter when the girl was barely eight years old. 35 years later, she returns with a strange request and asks her mother to spend 10 days with her. Annabelle sees the trip as a chance to get her daughter back, but what she doesn't know is that her daughter has a hidden purpose and that she'll have to face the most important decision of her life. On Amazon, The Four Feathers, Running Wild, Season 1. That was only one season, right? Or was it more? Oh, is that... I thought it sounded familiar. Is that the Will Arnett one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carrie only Russell. one. So it's the full show yeah. then. The entire series. Unless they're gonna bring it back. Goliath, Season 2. The prime original series focuses on Billy McBride as he returns to defend a 16-year-old boy accused of a grisly double homicide. Billy, Patty, and the entire team fervently build their case in the seedy underworld of L.A., squaring off with a dirty cop, a ruthless drug lord, and a prosecutor to prove the boy's innocence. Stars got Focus, Grand Canyon, The Great Gatsby, and Less Than Zero. So last week we ran a poll. Best heist movie. And Inception ran away with it with 50%. Next up, Ocean's Eleven with 31%. Then Inside Man with 15%. And The Lookout with 4%. Yeah, I was feeling bad for The Lookout there. It wasn't getting any votes, but it looks like it got, got at least a few. At the end. A few. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I think it deserves to be higher on this. I mean, Inception was a great movie, but I don't know. I still would have gone for Inside Man. I think I did vote for Inside Man. Yeah, I went for Inside Man as well. Um, I know, I think we got at least one comment and somebody said, how are you putting Inside Man on here? That's an awful movie or something like that. Really? Did you see that one? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, so huh. our choices what? riled up. That was a good movie. Some people. Didn't it, have, didn't it get I, good I thought it was too? pretty good too. So... This week, we have another poll uh, in honor of The Incredibles 2, Best Animated Sequel. 
The choices are Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, How to Train Your Dragon 2, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Despicable Me 2 was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these are probably the best choices. I would have to say Toy Story 3. Yeah. Well, I, would, I really like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, but... I think Toy Story 3 would get it for me too. Yeah, that one made me cry. Me too. So let us know what you think, Daily Show Pod, on the movie. If you have another thought of uh, best animated sequel, tweet at us. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off. Thank mm-hmm. you.